So, Alicia, I'm, you know, I'm just kind of getting back out there in the real world. I'm a whole different story in itself for you. Um, are you based in New York? I forget if you are. Toronto, or, Canada. Toronto, Canada. Okay. Yes. Um, New York City, what are your thoughts kind of before the crowd comes in? New York itself is kind of nutty. I mean, the first few moments in New York were absolutely insane. We tried to get an Uber, and the Uber driver was a total dick. So I was like, awesome! We already have the New York vibes going strong here. So we'll see what the fans bring tonight. Because, you know, they love, love to hate me and then my man when we're out there. Because, you know, people can be envious. That is what it is. But as long as I can get a good slice at the end of the night, New York City is great. You got options there. Very cool. <laughs> You being in a, a media role and then you being in kind of a talent role uh, in wrestling, just what kind of different preparation or mindset has to occur for, for that to go on? Mainly just cranking my personality up to 100. Everybody thinks that I'm this super sweet, innocent human being who's done no wrong, so angelic, blah, 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 but they couldn't be more wrong. So the fact that MLW have given me that platform to really show my true colors and get what we deserve in the end, that gold. It's been phenomenal. It sounds like you're having a good time with it, too. I love it. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious. I guess kind of just piggybacking off of that question. Before MLW, um, kind of making this transition character-wise and maybe embracing this role a little bit, um, did you feel that this was something that you would really lean into? Is this something that you wanted to accomplish um, before arriving at the company. This is something I actually suggested to Court a long time ago, saying, hey, I know I can bring a lot more to the table than just holding a microphone, and I'm not just here to stand and listen to everybody else talk. So let me once again go in there, show them what I'm made of, show them I can speak, I'm great on the microphone, and I can do a lot more than just stand here. So it's definitely something I've wanted to do for a long time, and the fact that now I'm able to, and it feels like we are thriving in this, it's, it's a good feeling. Which I will say that it has been amazing to watch the development from start to like now and everything. Um, can you give us any update on like Richard Holiday? Like you guys still going strong? Oh yeah, we're fantastic. <laughs> I mean, he was just spending about a month in California. I had bookings all over America, so mm -hmm. it was amazing. It's the first time I got to see him in a couple of weeks, so I missed my boo. Uh, but it was great being able to see my hello. Um, it was great <laughs> being able to see him again mm -hmm. and just you know, it's cheesy, but be in his arms and be back. Out here in front of the crowd, so yeah, things are absolutely incredible with both of us. So, what is a sorry? I was gonna say, what does a date night look like for you guys? Maybe, maybe involving a slice of pizza, maybe a little something else. Yeah, I mean, some nights we go super all out. We dress up to the nines, go to a fancy steakhouse, you know, and then other times we just Uber eats, watch a good movie, <laughs> laugh together, and fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> oh, what was the last good movie you saw with Richard? Ooh, okay, well, we love our comedies. So we were able to dive into Dumb and Dumber again, which is an absolute classic for me. So watching that with him, be able to laugh at the jokes I've known since I was a kid, that's always so much fun. Anyone within uh, wrestling that you look at when you, when you kind of study the business, as you do, that you look to as kind of uh, inspiration for kind of what the way you're performing right now? Yeah, for me, I've always thought that Mean Gene is one of the best to ever do it. Whether in the backstage role or more of the character development, yeah. he's just always so on point and always so quick with his replies, very cheeky. So he's definitely someone that I've always had my eyes on. I was able to meet him about four years ago at a convention, and he actually said how he knew what I was doing, and that blew my mind. So... Um, of course, he's no longer with us now, but to know that I'm out here now doing all this crazy stuff, I think that it would have been really cool to see his reaction and uh, what he thought on that. So he was definitely someone I always had my eyes on. I guess I'm curious, because um, 
looking at these different companies outside of MLW, I feel that the role of a backstage announcer or someone who tries to put over talent, I feel that there's a lot of personality and characters involved in the 80s, early 90s. That was, we saw a reduction in that oh, as yeah. far as a mainstream presentation. Do you feel, I mean, your kind of thoughts or maybe reasoning as to maybe why these important figures that often add a lot to one's nostalgia and fond memories of the industry have kind of taken a backseat, maybe outside of you and a couple of other right. people. I think a lot of promoters don't know what to do. They just bring in someone, like I kind of mentioned earlier, just to hold the microphone to barely speak their piece whatsoever and really let the star shine, not realizing that you can have two stars on the television at the same time. So it's great that MLW do realize that, because I've been in many companies where they don't, and they really do just want you to stand there and look pretty, and I think it's ridiculous. So it got to the point where with them, uh, at first, you know, it was holding the mic, but they would still let me interject, and then, you know, year one went by, and next thing you know, like, I'm in storylines, and this is not still in the interviewer role. And now things have just blown up completely where, you know, things are changing. And that's really exciting to see. So I have a question uh, pertaining to the Worsties because I've oh. been watching you and um, your your buddy um, on Twitter and stuff. Okay. So um, she's been teaching you some wrestling moves here yes. and there. Um, are you uh, are you interested in trying to get the featherweight uh, title belt oh, in MLW? Oh. Could you imagine how like how pissed off everyone would be, yeah. I would just relish in that. <laughs> I mean, I've been learning by no means what I classify myself as a wrestler mm -hmm. yet, but she's been teaching me some pretty devastating stuff that I would love to eventually maybe uh, implement a bit more, you know? I'm not taking training seriously because it is stuff for the worst season. We have a lot of fun together, but at the same time, just because so many people are always saying, she can't do that, she can't do this, and I keep showing up that I can, I would love to have an actual wrestling match in front of fans and just like a big screw you to everybody, so... I can't say when, I can't say yes, but maybe. You guys have one more, let's keep it to one more question if you have one more. Um, well, uh, I would support you in that if you get the belt. Um, what would be some advice you'll give to somebody out there that's struggling to try to find their confidence as well as you found it? Screw what anybody says about you. Don't care, don't give a damn, don't give two damns. If someone has a problem with you, that's their problem. As long as you are unapologetically yourself and cheesy as it is, can grow to love yourself because we're all different for a reason. It doesn't matter what other people think about you, so just be confident. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Guys. Appreciate it.